Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Today, we are going to be focusing on a concept that I struggle with. But I think it's really important if you are going down the avenue of content creation or podcasting or trying to really focus on a new habit or new hobby. I think this is a very relevant topic, something that everybody can get something out of. So within this Mastercast, we are focusing on understanding as well as being able to celebrate the small wins. So let's go. So the reason why I bring this up. It's really, there's a lot of different reasons, I think, but for me sometimes it's understanding how to work in an environment. So really at a point, maybe you might feel like your podcast or something you're doing in life is failing. You feel like you're overwhelmed. Um, You're thinking you've gotten to a point where your anxiety is just taking over. You know, you feel zapped. You feel burnt out by the process of what you're creating. And I think that this is a really common trait. And it happens a lot with entrepreneurs and people who are generally focusing on making themselves better, you know. So I think what's really important is understanding the process of your mindset. And whenever you do that, whenever you understand your mindset, it helps you to better understand how to analyze the importance of small wins. And a good way to understand it is we all want to climb, if we're ever climbing a mountain, you know. So if you can think about climbing a mountain, what has to happen? Well, first you have to determine what mountain you want to climb. Then if you're a serious mountain climber, you want to know the feet elevation. What is the feet? Is it 15,000 feet? Is it 20,000 feet? Is it 8,000 feet? You know, and then it's, it's taking into consideration, am I physically fit enough to climb this mountain? Can I potentially do it? All right, and the next is doing the action of climbing a mountain, putting your foot in front of the other, going to the top one step at a time. So often in life, you know, we want to look at a mountain and just automatically be at the top of it. And I feel like it's a really normal thing to want. I think probably what happens, you know, with current society is we see all these stories happening of people of getting, it seems like, overnight success where all of a sudden, boom, they're a content creator and they're doing phenomenally well and or boom, they have a podcast and, and they're having success and, and you're kind of stuck in the trenches. You know, I, I, I think about this stuff as well, you know, and it's in it in what you really have to put in consideration is each one of our journeys are so different in this process. Somebody could have overnight success and some people could be working more to obtain the goal or achieve a goal, and they, they, they're not reaching it yet. But I think what's really, really important whenever you, no matter what goal you're achieving, you're focusing on it in a way that you can measure it and really identify how you are becoming successful. And I know that sounds like kind of crazy, but just, just picture this. One thing this whole journey I, I keep asking myself what has podcasting 365 days taught me what have I learned 
from creating a piece of content every day since last August? You know, how how is this making me better? Or is this just some kind of silly challenge that I'm doing and I'm really trying to, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just a silly challenge. And when I think about this question, there's a lot of things that come up. And the first part is committing to something without understanding the actual results. What do I mean when I say that? Whenever you commit to something and you don't focus on the results, it allows you to understand the journey better. I don't know what's going to happen in August. I just know I've given myself this deadline by August. And by doing that, it creates a lot of freedom with where we go within content creation. Another thing I have learned, okay, is that there are certain topics or things I can talk about that maybe the mainstream news or mainstream media outlets don't always cover. And it's finding those stories in a way that maybe people want to hear. They come back to my podcast on um, Charlie uh, Javis, or Javis um, who was the con- who was the, the woman who started Frank, and, and you can go back and listen to it. But what's so interesting about that podcast is it's taking off now. And I'm trying to understand why. Why is it getting hundreds of views, hundreds of downloads? And I might do piggybacks and try to understand that better. So as a result of doing a lot of different kind of podcasts, it's allowed me to understand what maybe I need to niche down on or focus on a little bit more or go back and understand it. And I think another thing that it's probably taught me is how to um, have like a daily goal but not let it take over your whole day. You know, I, I don't know how people, I don't know how other people deal with like daily, yearly goals, like doing something for a year. Like what is their actual outcome? I know that at this point, you know, I'm having the most success with this podcast. Um, and it does kind of attribute to just being super consistent, focusing on the quality and trying to understand how to make it better. Um you know, and, and that's been something that I've learned is really important. But what's so interesting, too, about this podcasting journey is the limited feedback. You know, some people will tell me, great podcast, maybe it's a handful. And I'm really stuck with just posting it and rolling and then maybe seeing where the success success comes from. It's like so interesting how we look at content creation now as posting something on TikTok, Facebook, or Twitter or whatever thing you post on and not getting any feedback. You know, it's like, it's really a different type of mindset you have to have to where you're not focused on what people are saying about it. Um, And I think that's probably something that's really important as well. And when I say that, I'm, I'm identifying what those small goals are, those small wins in each podcast, and it makes me feel a little better. If you follow my content creation, I focused on the importance of just getting my first dollar and how long it did and how long it took to create that first dollar. Now I have multiple dollars. So it's it's something to be said for just taking a moment and enjoying it and not always focusing on what you don't have, which I have to tell myself that. I have to be able to really focus on it and you know, the power of small wins is, is much stronger than I think what we realize, you know, because whenever we look at a study done by Harvard, 
back in 2011, they really focused on the power of small wins. And, and they looked at it in the framework of what is the best way to motivate your employees to do creative work. So we can turn this around and be like, you know, how can we motivate ourselves to do creative work? And how do I motivate myself to podcast every day for 365 days? And it's focusing on the small wins, small victories. You know, how did something sound? What are the reviews? How are people listening to it? No reviews, but how, you know, how many downloads? So whenever we look at this study done by um, the Harvard, Harvard Business back in 2011, what they really able were to identify is that whenever you are managing people and you put in effect the ability to identify small wins towards a content, towards a creative goal, it allows people to have more morale. So whenever you have a setback, you know, it's like, you know, likely to place blame on what's going on, suggesting that people have influenced you and people have being, and they're not necessarily allowing you to be motive and being creative. So if ever you find yourself in a struggle of understanding how to be more creative, then you have to release attachment to the outcome. And I know this is easier said than done, but the attachment to something is the stress and pressure you're putting on yourself. And if you don't do well in that environment or you want to change, it's really important to understand what it means. And some people thrive under stress. I mean, there's, there's, there's this mindset of not having an off button, and that's what allows you to push through and, and be successful. And it's like from, from that level of success, you know, to be at the top, the top you know, sacrifice also is really, really important. Um, you know, sacrificing time, money, and putting energy into something in order to get something out of it. That is something that is also really, really mindful whenever you are, are, are doing a, something like a daily goal. I have to understand that I'm sacrificing time from my life in order to create an outcome. And that time motivates me because it allows me to think, you know, obviously the 10,000 hour mark is you master something. And at the point of this, you know, I want to be the master of none. Just kidding. That was a joke. But the master part is understanding how to get better at something, you know, and sometimes for me, the process of getting better is about understanding the research the content, and how to present it. And my small wins in this podcasting performance is being able to know that I have posted a podcast every day for the last 250 days. And I leverage that to motivate me. So the work I did last yesterday, I'm identifying that I'm building off of it. I'm creating a foundation and a foundation to build a stronger base. We think about the foundation of a house. We think about how those things are all important, you know, and start to visualize what it looks like. Nine months into podcasting, and I, I do a lot of research too, it's like if I look at Spotify's top 200 podcasts, you know, the top 200, like at least the top 25, I would say about 15 to 20% of those podcasts have gone on Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan has played some intro, integral part in building their platform. And the other ones, okay, have been super consistent and been podcasting for three to four years. You know, it's like, or they've been posted three to four years ago and people come back and listen to it multiple times. So if we look at podcasting as a strategy, you know, you're not going to create 
five to ten podcasts and have this viral mentality. It's like if you look at even the ones who are going viral, they still have posted like 300, you know, and it, and it seems like you have to really be able to identify that post and make the performance and have the small win every time I post a podcast. That is a small win. I have done it for today, and that's what allows me to keep going. I'm conditioning my mind to be happy whenever I do something as small as posting a podcast daily, taking a moment to be like, wow, that is done, and I'm happy I hit that target. It's that simple. And if you really are allowing yourself to feel a little bit of joy from it, you are going to create some conditioning and patterning within yourself that just you want to do it. You know, it's like you're not thinking about not how you have to do it. You're like, what could I do today to talk about that maybe people want to hear? And that journey is also a small win. Landing on a topic. Oh, sweet. I've landed on a topic. Next research. Oh, this is a great article. Next part. Oh, this is a great audio bit. I'm going to embed it in my podcast. Those things all are create this culmination of me feeling like the small win is I did the best job I could. And that in itself is rewarding. And whenever you condition yourself, it does take time. You're not just going to wake up and feel better. It's like you have to do it to like to a point to where, you know, some people say it takes nine days to formulate a habit. Some people say it takes 28 days to reprogram your subconscious. And I did a podcast yesterday on the importance of subconscious thinking and how that can lead you you down to multiple different roads of success. But whenever you attach or you attack the podcasting, you know, lifestyle or whatever you're trying to build up a platform, you have to kind of be released from the long-term goal but be present in the daily need to produce. What are you going to produce today that people are going to want to listen to? Not how is this podcast going to make me rich? Because in all reality, a podcast, I mean, it takes, I mean, if I tell you how many podcasts it took for me to make $10, I think most people would be like, you're insane. But I knew going into it that this is the type of challenge that is going to take super consistent thinking, super consistent posting. And what is going to make me feel good is the small wind of posting every day, learning about new topics in understanding that I am challenging myself to become better. That in itself is enough to keep me going. And I think whenever we look at everything as a whole, you know, that is the mindfulness that, that can really allow you to be successful in a lot of things. Weightlifting, relationships, work, you know, really focusing on that moment in, in the present and not, you know, am I going to have a million followers by August? That's not even relevant. You know, that doesn't even serve me in this moment at all. What's serving me in this moment is how do I create a podcast today and produce it? So thank you for listening. We'll get back to you tomorrow.